episode is brought to you by Wavy Baby. If you watched episode five, you probably heard a little bit about this brand. Wavy Baby is a lifestyle brand that encourages self-confidence and growth. The clothing is so comfortable, it's extremely high quality, and you will feel amazing in it. So go check them out and get Wavy Baby. All right, you guys, welcome to another episode of Just Us, the podcast about mental health and the justice system and how creative expression and purpose can be used to make meaning and cope. Today, I have a lovely friend of mine, Tricia. Um, she has uh, she has such a good story, and so I'm excited for you guys to hear. Um, Tercia, tell us who you are and what you do. Um, well, my name is Tercia. I am... Um, mother, I am an artist and a cook, I and I um, bartend to pay the bills. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we love that. <laughs> Little side note. <laughs> Little side note. Um, all right, are you ready to get into it? Um, as ready as I'll ever be. I all guess. right, I it's just us. Let's go. Okay, so you're Brazilian. Yes. Born in Brazil. Yes. So Brazilian born, Brockton bred. Yes. I love that. I love that. So I kind of want you, I want you to break that down for me. So let's start with life in Brazil. Um, what was that like? Um, obviously, extraordinarily different. I did move here when I was young, I was seven years old. Mm-hmm. So I don't have all of the memories, but yep. um, I did grow up and it kind of transcends into my American life initially as well. Um, and my dad is a maestro and... Um, I grew up in actually Brazilian, um, like, boarding schools, I think you call it in English, um, mm-hmm. for, like, um, like religious, like, Seventh-day Adventist type things. Um, so I lived in there because my dad did the music and my mom did, like, um, athletic things. So mm-hmm. it's like we, you know, the family yep. lived inside. Like, we had a house. I wasn't, like, in a room. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, so that's most of what I remember and that's it in regards to like Brazil yeah more or less without jumping into anything yeah so then what was that transition like coming from Brazil to here did you move straight to Brockton um no actually I so my father came first he was here for six months he came on like a like a visa yep. as a pianist for a Seventh-day Adventist church. And when his time was up, they wanted to keep him permanently. So then there was the the struggle to get the entire family. Because yep. there's all this legality to it. Right. Um, so I was actually without my dad for six months. Wow. And that was a lot. I remember. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, don't be sorry. I have no idea why that just like. Sometimes we don't know what's going to trigger us. It's so, so random. And I'm like 30. <laughs> that's a tough age, though, to be without your dad. I have no idea what just happened. But, um, it's okay. Take your time. I was just going to say, I remember, I don't remember a lot about that time, but I remember missing him. And mm-hmm. I remember, because um, this is like 1999, so there's not the technology that there was back then. Um, right. And we would send letters to each other. 
and obviously I couldn't read at the time, but he would send me this one thing, and it's like the only thing he can draw. It's like this little house with a little lake and a duck, and it's all like very simple. It's very like so cute. But yeah, I remember it made me so happy, mm-hmm. and it made me like want to move here. I didn't know what America was, but right. I was like, "This is my, let's go." Like, what's taking so long? And yeah, I don't know why. Just bringing up that that drawing, just I have no idea. Before I even said it, it just yeah. But um, yeah, so there was a legality of it. Obviously, ultimately, we ended up moving here. But we moved to Bridgewater, a two-bedroom apartment for five of us. Mm -hmm. Um, And we were very big on church. The church was in Brockton, so I've always been connected to Brockton. Right. I've always, I grew up with a lot of people from Brockton through the church. Yep. Um, But I didn't go to school in Brockton. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so the transition was extraordinarily difficult. I knew nothing about the English language mm-hmm. or the culture. Um, it was, I think, toughest for me because my brothers are close in age, so they went to school together. So right. they were like the two Brazilian brothers, and they also had soccer, mm-hmm. which, again, they did together. Yep. Um, and for me, I was just... Um, and Well... Bridgewater specifically is not a very cultured town. Mm-hmm. So um, I was one of maybe like four people who weren't white. And I'm not exaggerating. Maybe yeah. Like one or two numbers off. But Yep. And then I was the only foreign person. Wow. Like who couldn't speak English, didn't know. Like when I AM and PM, I was like, what is that? Right. There's 24 hours in a day. Like it sounds silly, but mm-hmm. like my seven-year-old mind, I'm like, what do you mean? Wow. 3 p.m. What's it? What's a p.m.? Like, yeah. The, the, the littlest thing was like, how do I, you know? Um, and they, I mean, the school itself, they tried, but it was people, I think, I don't even want to blame people because I don't, I think there's a space of um, like a grace of lack of knowledge, especially to children mm-hmm. at that age. Yep. So, I don't want to say they didn't accept me. I think they didn't understand. Maybe like understand, didn't know how, didn't get it. Right. But, you know. But um, yeah. I mean, I'm a, I'm a go getter. So I did everything in my power to learn English to be able to communicate. Um, how did I'm actually you- like I? I love the English language. I actually when somebody like says the spells you're wrong, I'm like whoa. <laughs> Right. You know what I mean? So it's it's ironic because <laughs> it's my second language, but yeah. You know, I embraced it. It was definitely tough though, and I think I didn't break that awkwardness or that understanding fully until high school. Mm. Which is to make a very long story short. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. How did you learn English? Like what did you use to in school? Just in school. Wow. I just busted my ass. Yep. Um and, like, I remember my family, like, how? Because my brother's, you know, still trying to figure it out or whatever. Right. And I'm like, oh. You know? And they're like, how did she speak? I'm, and I, I can't explain it because I don't remember exactly my, my thought process. Right. Like, back in, you know, that many years ago. But I just remember being like, well, I don't know and I have to know. Yep. So what do we do to have to know? Right. It's almost like I have no choice, you know, so I have like to figure I this out. One, I had to, like, pee once. 
I don't know where the bathroom was, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to say, like, I'm going to be my pants in Portuguese. Right. And the teacher has a Portuguese-English dictionary, but she doesn't know what I'm saying, so she doesn't know how to look it up. Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, and she's like, okay, banyaro, banyaro, And I'm like, oh, this is going to be... And it's just like things like that where I'm like, all right, well, I got to learn how to say bathroom in English. Right. You're like, I better learn real quick. Yeah. So like <laughs> I'm going to be like peeing that. all over your carpet every day. And like I, like I said, I didn't have any, like there wasn't another foreign person. Uh, I definitely didn't have a sibling or like, you know, yep. somebody who could, oh, I can help you, bro. We can do that or whatever it is. Like yep. I, didn't, I just didn't have it. And, um, you know, I just had to buck up and I guess that's what I did. And I, I don't really have, like I didn't, no specialty. I mean, I was seven, eight nine yep. you know so it was just i couldn't speak and i figured out how i talk a lot so <laughs> make it happen by any means. you're me. just there speaking yeah. portuguese to everybody they're like we don't know what you're saying Probably. Like, it's okay I'm, I'm like all right i guess I gotta try like, i'm gonna talk different. anyways <laughs> yeah just listen you don't have to understand right. me just just listen just listen <laughs> so then when did you guys move from bridgewater to brockton we actually so my elementary years were first to fourth grade which actually is interesting. Um, I graduated, um, was turning 18. So I graduated older than everybody else because okay. I was supposed to be going into second grade when I moved here. And because I didn't know any English, they started me at first grade again. Uh, so fun yep. fact. Which might have actually helped because I kind of got everything from scratch in regards to the learning process in English. Yep. And I was learning English. So I think I didn't like, really miss any steps, which... like. For my brothers, they're obviously older. They're in middle school. So for them, they're trying to yeah. adjust to what they already knew and translate it to English, which I was kind of at like a base. Yeah. And a different way of learning. Than I, I, which A hundred percent. Yeah. Which they might have been more aware of than you because you were still fairly like fairly young. But I remember even like in high school when I would come home with math homework mm-hmm. and be like, I don't know how to do this. Like, I'm so bad at math. I don't know what to oh, do. Oh, yeah. And your parents looked at it, and they're like, oh, no way. No idea. But, and my dad would look at it and be like, okay, let's figure this out. And he would do it, and he'd get the answer. And he's like, you know how you had to, like, show your work? Mm. <laughs> so I would do what he did, and they'd be like, Morgan, what what the fuck is this? And I'm like, <laughs> listen, the answer is correct. Yes. <laughs> Take it yes. or leave it. Because he learned math very differently growing 100%. up in Portugal. Yep. And so, like, even just... Same. The, you know what I mean? Like, very that different way same. of learning. Yes. It's like, and I was like, no, you have to do it this way. And they'd be like, why? Yep. We got the answer. I'm like, because this is, like, how I have to show her that I did it the way she taught me. And then my parents were like, no, I don't get... I don't. Why would you do it that way? Right. And I'm like, all right, back to square one. I'm going to my room. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Figure it out on my own. I don't know. Oh my god, it's so we didn't true. have Google like that back then, you know. <laughs> right, just dial up. Uh, it's way too much work. It's like whoever's in the household help me solve this yeah. problem. <laughs> and if we get the answer, great, we'll figure it out later. Yeah. So, oh my gosh. Okay, so they, um, okay, so your transition from Bridgewater to Brockton, we were talking about. Yes. So elementary four years in Bridgewater, and then we moved to Rainham. Okay. At the end of fourth grade so i was in rainham middle school from fourth to eighth okay and so but it's bridgewater rainham are obviously two different towns but they're very intertwined so much so that they have bridgewater rainham high school yeah they have to share one high school i actually did one semester freshman year there oh wow and then i moved to 
my beloved Brockton. Oh, and you're probably like, where the fuck has Brockton been my this whole time? Oh, 100%. <laughs> With all down. the different cultures and everything, you're like, oh, wait, I'm not the know. only one? I was obviously, like, nervous, but I remember my first day very well. And I was lost looking for a class naturally. Right. Brockton High. It's like, it's a city within itself. You, literally. Um, and someone was like, oh, are you, do you need... And I'm like, yeah, like I'm new. Like, oh, you're new. And that alone, I was like, oh, you don't know I'm new? Yes. Because Bridgewater and Rainham are so small. Yes. Wow. That, I didn't like, think from of that. Four, fifth to eighth grade, they yep. know when there's a new person. Yes. Like, that's how, you yep. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, oh, yeah, I am. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, I got you totally. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, wow. Like that little interaction, I wish I knew who that person was or remember Yes. Them. Um, but I was like, it was like a breath of fresh air. Wow, that I didn't even think of that. Yeah. And that was the start of something magnificent. Wow, that's so amazing. I'm emotional today. No, I don't know why. It's okay. And Brockton, so for those people who are listening who don't know Brockton, <clears throat> excuse me, Brockton wait. High has over 4,000 students at the high school. So each class has like over 1,000 kids. So... She is not getting when she says, like, they're like, yeah, I'm new. I have no idea where I'm going. And they're like, oh, you're new here? Like, <laughs> just oh, okay. I never saw you before. Like, you saw a new face every day. Mm-hmm. You saw at least one new face every single day. You never questioned it. Right? Never like, questioned it. I haven't seen. Yep. They've been here for years. <laughs> like, I don't more, know. Yeah. It, but you're more open to it, too. Yes. <laughs> oh, hey, nice to meet you. It's yep. not, there's no, like, cagey, like. I agree. There was you know no, what I mean? um, there was no, like, cattiness or, like, like, and I feel like click isn't the right word because there was obviously like beef in high school. Like people had beef with each other, yeah. but it wasn't that like small town type of like problems. The cheerleaders sit over here. Like, right. Oh, perfect. In middle school, there was one table at lunch for the foreign kids. Oh my gosh. Cape Verdean, African, Spanish. There was like eight of us. And it wasn't an actual table that was like foreign kids sit here. Right. But it was like, that's what happened with the but kids. But that's what happened. That's how, because it was so clicky, it was so, it's like, oh, this is where I mm-hmm. sit kind of thing. Like it was an like a unspoken rule right. of sorts, if if you will, you know, and that's a perfect example where it's like at Brockton High. There's four cafeterias full oh of gosh, foreign I remember kids. seeing <laughs> like... <laughs> You know, jocks sitting with geeks, or because that's how it was. Right, pre to you, to me, right. Yep. From what I learned, what where I came from. Yep. I was like, oh, everyone just hangs out with each other. Yep. I saw that's somebody so with, um, you know, a football jersey at concert choir, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh my gosh, it's so true. You can just like do different things. Yes. Yes. And, be a football star, yep. and you can also sing, and nobody's judging you. Yes. Like, oh my gosh. It, yes. And it sounds crazy. No, I, and if I'm. If you haven't experienced what I experienced, but that's how, like, awakening. It was like I was in, like, the Sahara Desert. Yep. For eight years. Yeah. And, like, I struggled. Like, I was. Bullied, not physically, 
but through alienation. Mm-hmm. Not like it was never a direct attack because I think I've always have had this um, kind of like intimidating thing about me unintentionally. I'm a strong personality. Right. Um, I've been this size since I was 12. I kid you not. They thought mm-hmm. I was going to be like six feet. I'm a size nine. I'm five, four. Never. <laughs> I was like at the back of the school picture, yep. you know, in fourth grade and in eighth grade, they're like, can you step up to the front? I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> oh, everyone had a growth spurt. All right. I'm still same. You're like, here I am still. Yeah. Same. Like I just, I had a growth spurt at a young age and then I just same. froze. Yep. So, um, needless to say, five, fifth or sixth graders weren't like, Hey, you stupid girl. Right. Like, yeah. You know, but it was the, you know, you never get picked or, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no table's full. Right. Like that little like side. And it took a lot for me to understand. And I think I didn't fully process it. One, until I went to Broughton and I saw the other side of the coin. Yep. And then two, when I became an adult and I actually, I recall, I feel like I'm kind of everywhere. It's no, it's okay. How I am. Yeah, no, it's okay. But, um, At one point, as an adult, I got a message from somebody who I went to middle school with. We shared the same bus. Uh, We lived relatively close to each other. And um, she found me on Facebook, whatever. And she said, hey, um, I found you on here. You seem to be doing really well. Like, I'm so happy for you. I just wanted to apologize wow and she's like the least of the like mean girls right will mm-hmm. i would, wouldn't even want to like label her as that yeah but to give it a name because we were cool on the bus and we hung out but she was part of that the cool girls click yep. if you will and when it came to school and i'm like hey kim Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, hey, right? And I'm like, why is she like, mm-hmm. like not making it? Why? Is she, where? Hey, do you want to grab? Do you do lunch? And she's like, oh, well, I'm gonna be over here. I don't know if you have any seats. It was yep. very much that kind of energy. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. Um, and again, she wasn't mean to me. She wasn't the worst of it, but it was those things where I did kind of connect with a couple of people, but they didn't want to admit it in front of other people which had to have been being, such a shitty feeling oh 100 percent. and again I didn't, like, pro- I didn't understand the depth of it at the time i would just be like oh, oh okay i guess i'll you know what mm-hmm. i mean like and now looking back i'm like oh my gosh this is clear as day this is what's going you know right what I mean? and then her out of the blue years later seeing me doing well as an adult apologizing for you know and i'm like gosh you're apologizing like Right. I barely even saw you as an issue mm-hmm. in comparison to other scenarios and other people. Right. But it, it it gave me like an assurance that I needed, that it wasn't in my head and I wasn't yes. foreign or confused yep. or misconstrued situations. Like this was like really it was happening. very much that. And yep. she saw it. Yep. And as an adult came to me mm-hmm. and said, I just wanted to apologize. It wasn't right. It wasn't okay. I'm glad to see you're doing so good. Da, 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 da. Um, but that really gave me the affirmation I needed to to realize that, yeah, I was bullied. Yeah. And bullying, I think people assume it's one thing, but it, it, it 
can take so many. many different shapes and forms. Yes, absolutely. I think that example, I think, is so... It's such a clear example of, like, that girl, as she got older and was able to form her own opinions and views, was probably like... And look back. Oh, whoa. Like, yeah. And, and it's also, I feel like, a perfect example of, like, um, intent doesn't negate impact. So, like, these mm. towns, these towns that have, like, no diversity, they're not familiar with other cultures... Mm-hmm. They can be, and, I, and when I say this, I want people to understand what I'm saying, but, like, it can be detrimental to people who, and not always, right? Like, it's not always a detriment to, be, to come from a town where there's, like, no culture or diversity. Like, that's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is these kids are growing up not learning about any of these other cultures. Exactly. And that's why I said in the beginning, I, I prefaced, like, I don't want to say, you know, seven-year-olds were mean and right, because it's almost like they don't... But, and Exactly, yeah. they didn't know about it. They're like, well, I don't yep. know. Why does she not speak English? Exactly. Why does she speak this thing? It doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. She's saying, making noises, and I don't... Yep. You know what I mean? Um, and that goes into middle school and high school or whatever. Yep. If, again, like you said, they don't get submerging some right. culture yep. impact. Exactly, and I think, like, so because I'm from Norton and it's very much the same way. Mm-hmm. It's some very similar to Bridgewater, but you coming from Brazil um, and then me, which our situations aren't the same, but me coming from a household where like my dad was from Portugal and that side of the family, like a lot of them didn't speak English. Mm-hmm. So I was very familiar that there like are other things out in the world, you know? Mm-hmm. And then going to Brockton high and being like, wow, these kids grew up knowing that like there are so many different cultures and like views and just so many different things and it is like not like that in the surrounding towns mm-hmm. and other places. Mm-hmm. It's like people are like, what? Like what do you like what's Cape Verdean? <clears throat> yep. I still to this day have people ask me that. Yep. And I'm like <laughs> Now I laugh because I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I was expecting you to say that. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, let me give you a lesson real quick kind yeah. of a thing because Norton was always the same way. They're like, oh, I had never heard of that before. And I, now that I'm thinking about it, when I grew up, I probably didn't know either until, I mean, like I was always in Brockton. So similar to you, like where the church was always, in, yeah. I mean, it was in Brockton, like, my dad worked there, so we were always there. My mom was from there, so mm-hmm. we were always there. Dentists, doctors, like, everything. Um, so I knew it in that sense. But, like, if I hadn't been around Brockton, I wouldn't have known. Aside yep. from my Portuguese culture and that there's, like, me. other. Yeah, I like, <laughs> did I? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now that you brought it up, no. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm remembering a time. Funny you bring that up. <laughs> no. Um... But that also, I think, speaks to how it sounds like how much Brockton means to you. And, and I, like I well, said, we haven't even hit the surface. Yeah. Like in our oh, situations yeah. aren't the same, but like, that's how I feel about Brockton. Cause I'm like, God, I would I not have five away tattooed right here. Yes. That's yes. That's, yep. that's for, that's for forever. Like I wouldn't be who I am today. If I didn't percent. go to Brockton high, I tell that to everybody. So because of the bullying and because um, of not feeling accepted, not, not blending in, just not, not, not having a place. I yep. felt, like I was like floating mm-hmm. 
just like, like going no through purpose. the motions. Yep. Like nothing. Like I just didn't get it. Yep. And especially where like I didn't have my brothers to like resonate with me because they had each other and they had soccer. Right. So and then they had the teammates and yes. like they were the Moda brothers. Like you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They were able, even though they were foreign. And I think there is also like the female and male aspect. Yep. Where guys are more accepting and more especially when there's like um like a sportsmanship and a brotherhood of sorts. hundred oh, percent. And a connection with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? My brothers played with your brother, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. So I didn't have any of that. Yep. Um, so I felt very alone. And man, I went through hell and high water mm-hmm. in a lot of aspects. Um, and I was lost for a long time. And I thought it was like a me problem. Right. Because everyone around me didn't seem like they were. Right, so um, you were like, "This is what am it's I a doing?" Me. It, me, mm-hmm. it's me. I'm, I'm. Why can't I fit in? Why don't mm-hmm. I? You know, and um, that's why Brockton was such a breath of fresh air because I everything I thought was wrong with me for the entirety of the time that I'd been in America, I realized it wasn't me. Right, I just wasn't in the right place, place. Mm-hmm. in the right space. Yeah, you know, um, but. Yeah, like freshman year of <clears throat> being in Bridgewater Rainham High School, man, like I was like not going to school. I wasn't doing any work. Teachers would pull me aside like, you are so smart. You're acing these tests, but you're not doing any of the work. Like, I want to work with you. And I'm like, I don't, you know, we just don't care. Yeah, like, you're I don't like, care. I'm, I'm over this. Yeah, mad. Like, I was just like, whatever to yep. everything. Yep. And then I went to Brockton High. And I was accepted. I was heard. Um, They moved me up in classes Mm -hmm. to honors almost immediately. And I felt the initiative, the desire to to do more, to be my best self, to do the work, to put in just everything. Yep. Everything. And, like, it wasn't, like, just a school thing. It was like I a, felt like I had a place. I graduated in the honor society. Within two years, I was able to be student counsel for mm-hmm. the entire school body, yep. vice president. Yep. And I remember it was like there were seniors going for it. And a lot of people were like, well, I don't know, because seniors usually get it because, you know, mm-hmm. they're seniors. And I was like, well, go big or go home. Yep. You know, always been my big energy. And I did. And I got it. You Amazing. know what I mean? Like, yep. it's like. And I was able to flourish and become the best version of myself that I think I didn't even know I had in me. Yep. And that's why I say, or, you know, or when people say like, oh, Brockton, oh, Brockton's bad. I'm like, yep. don't ever speak down on Brockton, man. I know. Yep. You know, you make of it what you want. Right. Exactly. And Brockton literally made me. Mm-hmm. It created the longest relationships I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Same. Me and you. Mm-hmm. Perfect example. Yep. Um, and it allowed me to flourish and be, find parts of myself that I didn't know. Oh, same. I had, yep. man. And I will forever be grateful to Brockton. <laughs> it's okay. Brockton has... I think built and made a lot of beautiful, beautiful people. And like Brockton High specifically, I think really shaped so many. And of course, there's people that go to Brockton High or that are from Brockton maybe that 
had a different experience, which 100%. is like any city, you know, in any place. Um, but I, without fully knowing what you went through, I can relate in a lot of ways to that feeling. Um, like still to this day, I've kind of felt like Brockton felt more home to me than Norton. Yeah. Like I love Norton too. And like, you know what I mean? And it's, it's just such a different, I don't know. Like you, when you said, when you said that it brought out aspects of you that you didn't even know, like I felt that so hard. Like that is exactly how I feel about Brockton. And yeah. Wow. Um, no, I just, I thought of uh, this one teacher specifically who, um, was really there for me. Because, especially in my senior year, I went through a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was one of those people who would, like, look at you and just know. Yep. Because I've always been, you know, kind of, like, hard-headed, if you will. And, like, mm-hmm. oh. You know, how you doing? I'm like, I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. You know? But mm-hmm. she's like, no. Like, right. How are you really doing? Yeah. Hey, mm-hmm. talk to me. Um, and she went 100% is the reason why I graduated senior year mm-hmm. with all these, you know, positive and great things that I accomplished. Mm-hmm. I did still go through a lot of um, shit. Mm-hmm. I don't have to censor myself, right? You said. Yep. No, you can say <laughs> you can say shit. <laughs> um, and she was there for me even when I didn't want her to be. Mm-hmm. And she passed away a couple of years ago. So. Oh wow, do I know? Miss Collins. She actually changed her name because she got married. But. Um, yeah. So just I thought of her. Yeah. And then I immediately thought of her passing. So I just kind of. Shook me up there in that moment. Yeah, but, um, no, absolutely. And I think that that's, uh, yeah, there are a lot of teachers, I think, that... She's not the only one, but yeah, definitely left They make mark. a difference. Yes, absolutely. And there was something that, when you were saying that, I was thinking of... Uh, I'm just thinking... Also, I just thought of this. Your dad... Mr. Moda was my te- the guy. Was my teacher at Brockton High. <laughs> so while you <laughs> were character. learning English you when you were younger, your dad was teaching me Portuguese and Brazilian Portuguese at that. And then I'd go home and be like, "Hey, Dad, look what I learned!" And he'd be like, he'd be like no. "What the fuck? <laughs> what is that?" He's like, don't ever repeat those words. <laughs> That's and not like, how we listen. Say it. It's something, okay? <laughs> Beggars can't be She's choosers. Like, I'm working on it. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's so amazing. Um, when you were going through the transition, though, of coming from Brazil to the United States in Bridgewater and really struggling and feeling alone, do you think your parents were aware of how much you were struggling? No. And was that you like making that conscious choice of like trying to protect them and not let them in, or was it just not? I think it just so... We, as a foreign family, um, we came here and we struggled. So I feel like my perspective is we didn't have the luxury of complaining. 
Mm. It was kind of like the we struggle I, comes I, with I it have and we to, have to get the through luxury it. Of, yeah. Like it's kind of like you're crying because no one likes you. Um, going to my third job. I don't mm. have time for this. I'm not saying this is actually what they said or did. Right. But that's like the energy. It's like, listen, you know, like kind of like we're all busting our ass here. Mm-hmm. You know, do the best you can do with the only thing you need to do, yep. which is going to school and getting your education or whatever. And so I don't, I think in my teenage years, I did hold a lot of resentment. Yeah. But now as an adult and as a mother, mm-hmm. I do see a lot of things through a different lens. So I don't, I'm kind of almost trying to be like, um, choose my words wisely. Cause I don't want to put a neg- negative aspect on it. I don't yep. think it was, uh, I don't want to hear what you have to say thing. Right. Of course. It was more of like, you know, two jobs, three jobs, you go, you come home, sleep, mm-hmm. eat. Like, it was the, this is what we have to do. This is what we can do. There was no luxury of just, you know. Um, of having time to, like, sit and be it like, just wasn't this is what, like, yeah. We can't worry about this right mm-hmm. now, you know. And maybe if I really took initiative, it would have been different. Yeah. But I never did. Yep. And that's why. It was kind of like buck up and. Mm-hmm. Just deal with it. But there were a couple of scenarios where my family was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, there was a scenario where it was D.A.R.E. I don't know if you remember mm-hmm. D.A.R.E. Oh, Back in the day, yes. the D.A.R.E. class. This was in middle school, um, and it was ran by a police officer, uh, rain him police officer. And one day, I remember I was sitting in the front of class, and I probably had my sleeves kind of like this. Mm-hmm. He said, what happened to your arm? And I was like, worst excuse. I was like, um, I ran into a fence at gym or something. And he was like, okay. He's like, heard that one before. And then my <laughs> next class, I was like, hey, Tercia, they want to see you at the um, oh, guidance wow. council. I'm like, why? And then they're like, we'd like to see your arms. And I was like, all right. Wow. Um, so then they... um. They called my parents, and I was I. I felt like, oh man, like don't tell my parents. Still, kind of that mm-hmm. same mindset of like, you know, yep. And it kind of was that. It was kind of like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Like, we can't. Mm-hmm. We don't have time for this. We can't. Like, what are you so sad about? Mm-hmm. You're twelve. Like, dude, yeah. Like. And it's not, and again, I don't want to put any malice towards them because I get it. As adults, as foreign adult parents trying to figure shit out. And that's also how they, a lot of foreign parents, like I'm speaking from like my experience too with that. That's just kind of like what it was. It was like, we don't really talk about this stuff. I really and like, the drama. Why are you making drama? Yeah. Like, why are you, you know what I mean? It's, it's not, like, what do you mean? Like you're. Yeah. And it even became, and especially I was, man, I was going through it in my young years. So um, I did hold a lot of resentment for a long time because obviously it was addressed and it was moved, we moved on from that. But I held a lot of resentment because it almost, I became like the butt of every joke mm. because of it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, hey, 
turn off the lights. Oh, don't go cut yourself because I told you to turn off the lights, all right? Wow. Type of like, you know, and yep. I'm like, 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 you know, why do we tell, like. Right. And I couldn't explain to them. My reasoning wasn't reasoning. It just. It wasn't going to make sense to them. It didn't make sense. And, and then, and again, I, I've processed everything and I've grown through it. And I understand everything a lot more now. And I'm not trying to shift blame on anyone, but yeah, those were some of the moments where they got a little glimpse Mm -hmm. of like, all right, maybe she's not like, all right, but it still wasn't like a, hey, we're here for you. Mm -hmm. What can we do to who do you, like it was never, that wasn't, and and then I just, we're a foreign family trying to make it mm-hmm. in a foreign country. Like, it just, yep. you know, my dad knew some English. My mom didn't. Mm-hmm. They were working crazy hours trying to pay for a two-bedroom apartment. Yep. It, you know, and it just wasn't. Yeah. How, if you don't mind me asking, how long did you self-harm for? Was it something um, that was consistent or was it? I would say maybe, uh, maybe like a year. Mm-hmm. give or take um, and then early in my 20s I had um, a slight lapse mm-hmm. of just you know sad, sadness and overwhelming emotions and yeah. I, I think I thought you know um I think it worked for me before, mm-hmm. and if it was never caught, maybe yep, it would have continued to work. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is very—that's a very like normal experience in the sense of like sometimes when we have these experiences that we go through when we're younger, and then as we get older you know, we kind of fall back into this, like, place, like you said, overwhelming, like, okay, what do I do? I don't know what else to do right now. This was an outlet before maybe. Exactly. And so we kind of um, retract back. I feel like retract might not be the, no, I think, yeah, retract back to what we know or what we were used to and what, you know what I mean? And it's like, also, if you didn't have a safe space to talk about all this before, it's not easy to just be like, okay, well, let's create that safe space now. And like, now I'm in my early 20s and now I'm going to talk about it instead. Yeah, That's not, like you don't know that. Adult, growing up the way you, I did, um, like if it wasn't like talk about your feelings as a child, mm-hmm. as an adult, I'm like, right. it's out of the question now. Yep. <laughs> now I'm a grown up. Mm-hmm. They expect me to figure it the fuck mm-hmm. out. You know right. what I mean? Yep. Um, but I remember I was actually working at JJ's Cafe at the time, and one of my regulars said, um, what happened to your arm? And again, not wow. great with the on-the-spot questions, because I was like, <laughs> oh, I was cooking. They're like, can you cut your arm? Mm-hmm. I think I had a Band-Aid on it at the time or something. And I was like, yeah, it was just, it fell. I don't know. It was just, I was like, okay, and passing. And then, um, like, whatever, days or weeks later, 
he I didn't have I think it looked better. Mm-hmm. It was and it was just for work purposes that I was, you know, um it was like healing. So I you know had it out and he you know, pointed it out and he's like, Oh, that doesn't look like a knife slip. Like or and I was like, Yeah, like and I I could tell he knew mm-hmm. and I just kinda walked over. It was kinda like, I know you know. Well, I'm not doing this. Kinda. Mm-hmm. But that it kinda put it in for a second for me. I'm like as an adult, it can't. This can't be the road. Mm. Like, this isn't the answer. Mm-hmm. Like, it, and it says it's menial because it was somebody I don't don't even remember his name or whatever. But um, for whatever reason, him pointing it out yep. multiple times um, in different on different occasions, it like I don't know what it was, but it's just something in me was like, girl not it mm-hmm. like you know yeah it's not you tried it yep let's take a different road mm-hmm. so figure something else out right you know? wow so how do you feel like you deal with your mental health now like what has changed for you um it is definitely a marathon mm-hmm. yep <laughs> and I do deal with it, but um, I'm still dealing with it, yep. if you will. In big part, um, cooking brings me joy. Mm-hmm. Art gives me this like undeniable space mm-hmm. to... Um, be myself and express myself in ways, maybe in part. It's kind of crazy because now things are kind of like piecing Connecting. together. Mm-hmm. You um, don't have to use your words. Yeah. Um, when you are like exactly. creating. Mm-hmm. And now thinking back, you know, it's like I didn't have that space. So like, well, I feel this way and this is why and what mm-hmm. can we do about it? And I can just sit in front of an empty canvas and just feel and express and just do, and it just gives me this kind of peace, this kind of time with myself that is um, healing. Yeah. Oh, wow. And it's not consistent, and I think sometimes I, um, I um, sell myself short and giving me the joy that I need Mm-hmm. By doing that, by prioritizing life, yep. Um, like you know, well, well, I gotta work, or I gotta be up earlier. Yep. My son needs this or that. Yep. I'm like, I'll paint later. So I set it aside. And I think those are the times that I find myself hitting lows mm-hmm. because I'm not giving myself that that time, that moment, that just... Yep. To let it all out in some way. Yeah. Um, working out also helps, but it's a completely different experience. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah, that's like a different release of energy. Yeah, definitely. Working out also gives me, you know, a kind of a break from everything. Mm-hmm. My mind kind of just runs or lifts yep. or and I'm not thinking about anything in it but I'm expressed like I'm 
letting out this level of energy, yep. not on anyone or anything. Yep. I'm just letting it out yep. physically, and that also helps very much. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, it's not, like I said, it's not perfect. I'm not perfect. Yep, absolutely. Everything I've been through, I'm still going through mm-hmm. a lot. You just got to keep going. Yeah, and I think that that's so important to like to touch on is that it's okay to not have everything figured out and like 100%. it will be, you know, ever changing and mm-hmm. um we might be able to cope great one year and then the next year we don't cope so great and yes. it's like that's okay. <laughs> you know what's crazy? I actually um so I have a friend um, one of my great friends, but we don't kind of like me and you. Mm-hmm. I would call you a close friend, but we don't talk all the time. We we'll yep. see each other often, things like that, because you know, life is life. Yep. Um, but she like posted like a photo or something, like a memory. And I was like, oh, you're a goddess. I haven't spoken to her in months. Mm-hmm. And she goes, man, I wish. I'm like, hey, I miss you. Yeah. This is last night. She goes, I miss you too. I like, need to catch up sometime. You know. Let's make time for each other. She goes, hey, would you mind if I just, between us, can we talk? I was like, oh, yeah, what's up? What's going on? And she unloaded so much on me. Mm -hmm. And there were so many things I could actually relate to and was also going through. Mm -hmm. And I was like, girl, listen, I got, she's like, man, and she said things like, um, I aspire to be like you, as strong as you. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm giving you this advice, and I'm glad that you feel like it's good and strong advice and things you want to do. And But I'm giving it to you because it's the advice I give myself mm-hmm. day in and day out. Right. It's not I have it figured out. Here's the cheat code. Right. It's like. I'm still working through this, too. This is my process. You want to go through it too? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. But it made me realize so much. For one, you never know what anyone's going through. Never. And I get that because I'm, I'm hard-headed. And honestly, if she wasn't going through it, I would have never opened up a anything I'm going through. Yep. But I just wanted her to feel and understand that this is a safe space and I'm not coming at you like a mom and like, this is... Mm-hmm. It was like, listen... Totally get it. I'm working through a lot of things myself. Yep. These are the things that help me. These are some options. These are things that don't necessarily work for me, but maybe they could work for you. Yep. Like, you know what I mean? Yep, absolutely. Um, but it definitely made me realize a lot. And especially in the aspect of, um, like, no one's got it figured out. No one has it. Yeah, absolutely. We have this like. It's funny because it was just me. Like you're a goddess, and she goes, "Girl, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm nothing right now." Mm-hmm. And I was just being like, "Oh, right, you know, yeah." And then shift that, and then, and but how many times do you say, "Oh, you're a, thanks, girl," right? But somebody's like, "You have no idea." Yep. Oh, couldn't sleep tonight. Just drank a you know a fifth of henny. Yep. To go to bed, yep. or going through it, I'm miserable. I'm depressed. I just quit my job because yep. I can't do anything anymore. 
but we have no we idea. idea. Yep. We put up these selfies or these facades or whatever. Yep. I, I was talking to my son's father earlier. I said something about like, oh, Tercia's doing great. I'm like, these people who don't talk to me day in and day out, they see my mm-hmm. Instagram. Yeah, I have like vacations. I haven't posted in six months. Like, yep. I'll post a vacation from six months ago and be like, oh, wow, she's out and about. I'm like, I work 60 hours a week. Right. <laughs> Right. I don't post about it. Yeah. You know? Yep. Cried last Monday because I was exhausted and right. couldn't do it. But Yep. And everybody didn't, thinks just yep. didn't post about it. I'm not you know what I mean? And it's like and it's not about me. I'm just it's a perspective thing where we're all doing that. We are all going through something and we're all posting our best the best version of ourselves. hundred percent. Which is never anybody's every day. Exactly. But then we measure ourselves up to be like these happy moments. Right. We measure ourselves up to be the best versions of everybody mm-hmm. and ourselves, like, which is not realistic. Like how her, she was at, to be like you were as strong as you or whatever. I'm like, girl, I have not, I would never wish for anyone to be like me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yes, not in a yes. negative sense. Like I'm yep. doing the best I can do with what I got. Yeah. I'm not like, Ooh, you wish you were me. Right. I, you wish you were doing what I'd like. No, yeah. Listen, I'm going, I'm, you know, it's quicksand and I'm just trying to. Right, right, right. Yep. You know? Yep. Catch my breath. Yep. But again, it's a perspective thing. A hundred percent. When did you first get into art? Um, kind of always been into it. My mom's actually an artist or I like to call her an artist. She's went to school for it. Oh, wow. In Brazil, but she stopped going to school for it. Mm-hmm. And the whole, the, um boarding school thing and I think it was yeah. more of like the family thing she's like I'm gonna do this for the family yep it's what made sense but she's amazing like wow oh, amazing. like you think I'm good like you see her work man I she's didn't know that bafflingly good like um and my middle brother is actually pretty good at art too mm-hmm. um so I've always kind of done it but it wasn't until surprise surprise Rockton High. Yes. Um, my freshman year, a teacher pulled me aside and said, um, there's this place called Artists for Humanity in Boston, and they're trying something new. They want, like, six kids from Rockton High to be a part of this new program, this new thing they're trying out. Would you be interested in, like, having an interview with them and see if you fit? You know, you're one of a couple of people I've picked. Yeah. And I was like, really? You think like I'm that good? You think I'm really like, you know, she's like, you have this thing for art. And I think maybe, you know, and I was like, like, I, like yeah, I like art, but like, like it was, you know what I mean? It right. Was like you were like, I did, but like, yeah, 15 years old. I'm like, yeah, like I, I do it. I guess I'm better than like most people, but. <laughs> but I was like, I mean, if you want me, I, I'm not going to not interview. Right. Like, you know, absolutely. Whatever, let's see what happens. And lo and behold, I interviewed and I got it. I got a slot. Wow. And that, I would say, really in my eyes, it. was like, that's what started my artistic journey, mm-hmm. journey for sure. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So um, Artists for Humanity, for like a preface, is uh, a nonprofit organization in Boston, which um, brings in... Um, young and underprivileged children 
to be a part of this program where after school for about three hours you get to create art. They also have like a digital aspect, video, um, and some other things. And you work for about three hours, you get a paycheck Amazing. at the end of the week. If you bring in A and B's, wow. you actually get like a little bonus or something like that, I recall. Um, and there's mentors. They help you work through your art. And subsequently, through life, yeah, things. I man, I have mentors that are still a part of my life today. Yep, friends, friendships I've yep. created. Um, and it was the most beautiful thing. It helped me again. All things I didn't have before. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it helped me want to do great in school. It helped me want to learn and grow in regards to art and all these different aspects. Man, I did murals in Brockton. Amazing. I did murals in Boston. 16 years old. Right. What a good program. Things I can still drive by. I'm like, hey, yeah. That, yeah. I was a part of that. That's I mean, and so, I got paid for it. Uh, you know what so I amazing. mean? It's yep. like, don't sell kids short. Yeah. You know? Yep. We need more opportunities and programs. To grow yeah. and flourish. 100%. And, like I said, I knew what I was when I had nothing mm-hmm. and who I was mm-hmm. and how I felt. Yep. And then shift the dynamic, mm-hmm. shift the location, the opportunities. Yep. And I became a completely different person. Maybe if I was in Bridgewater Raynham, my entire childhood, I may, may never have flourished in art. Yeah, that's so true. Or in like school. Like, as a whole. Mm-hmm. I was always so little smart. Mm-hmm. I went out of my way to learn English and, and, and learn, like, the ins and out of the language. Right. Um, because when I do something, I do it. You do it, yeah. But when I don't. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah. That's how I started art. Uh, I love really that. Really long story short. No, it's okay. Long story long. <laughs> long story long. <laughs> so there need to be more programs and more things available, especially I feel like for a city like Brockton where there is really, I don't, I don't want to say like two paths because that seems like way too black and white and like I nothing totally is yeah, ever. Where you're going with that though. Yeah, 100%. like. There needs to be more things available, and I think Brockton High already, I mean, I don't know really what it is now, but when we were there, it did a good job of giving a lot of opportunity to a lot of kids, right? 100%. But that also isn't going to, like, change everybody's path or, mm-hmm. you know, like, influence everybody. No. Um, and so we saw, obviously, a lot of people go down. I don't, I don't really like, like, the wrong path. I don't really like that term, but... Go down a different path. Um, and, you know, we have we saw a lot of people in and out of the justice system and, you know, still to this day, mm-hmm. people that we were very close with. Um, they're not bad people. Um, but, you know, it was just kind of like the nature of the beast, I think. Yeah. And so we got to see, like, both sides of that. Um, was the justice system ever talked about when you were growing up, though, like, us, like before you got to Brock and I? I have... Feared the justice system and avoided it at all costs. Okay. Since uh, a wee child. Okay. That's what I was taught. That was, okay. That's interesting. Do you think that that, 
She's like, I did not know that. I didn't know that. <laughs> and I'm wondering if that, like, was that influenced by your parents? Was that taught to you by your parents? I think in part um, being an immigrant. So that's I what I was going to ask. Like the, you know, keep your head down. Don't make any noise. Don't, don't add yep. waves to the water type of, you know, don't ask, don't tell. Yep. You didn't say nothing. You don't talk about it. Ask a question. No, nothing. Mm-hmm. Like they are not your friend. Wow, yeah. Definitely. Uh, with social services. I'm actually going to try to make a long story short this time. Um, <laughs> long story short, social services made a, a visit to my house. Um, and I was instructed by my family. We all had to talk to them individually. Mm-hmm. But it was like, listen, these people are not your friends. Mm-hmm. They're going to break up this family. Mm-hmm. Whatever they ask you, if it sounds crazy, it's no. Mm-hmm. You're fine. Everything's fine. You don't want them to interfere. Yep. They're going to ruin our lives. Wow. Young age. Gosh, I wasn't even a teenager yet. Yeah. Um, and I remember that. I remember that. And I remember my brothers went first. And I was like, well, my brother, whatever my brother's doing, that's what I'm doing. Yep. Like, loyalty. It was like a, mm-hmm. you know, can't trust them, can't trust them. Yep. Police, you can't trust You don't. And it's not like. It wasn't necessarily like I'd see a police officer and be scared of them. It was just like, don't confide in them to help you. Mm-hmm. They can turn on you type of thing. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? And this is literally coming from my very simple young mind. Like, mm-hmm. I'm prefacing that that's how I saw it Yep. back then. Um, I do have friends who have become police officers now Yep. from school, Yep. you know, and things like that. But um, in a general aspect, I was very much taught that it's, um, it's a dangerous game to play mm. to involve yourself in that. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to, you don't want to be caught in the crossroads. Like mm-hmm. don't even, like I said, keep your head down. Yep. Don't ask, don't, like, don't even... Like, don't even create a situation where it, it would even need to be... Exactly. Oh, gosh, I remember there was an accident, a really bad accident um, at the end of my street. Very small street, probably, mm-hmm. like, eight houses on both sides, like... And kid was, like, flipped his car upside down into a pole. pole wow. was, like, it was, like, we heard it, you know, six houses. Up, like, we... What was... Like, it was such yeah. a loud... And we go outside, we're like, oh my gosh, call now. And my parents are like, you don't, someone else is calling. Like, mm, you mm-hmm. don't, like, not even like, I don't want to make a statement. I don't want them to have my name. Yep. Like, and there's no, now as a, an adult, I get, I'm like, there's no, like, actual harm. But that's how. Yep. That was the magnitude as, like, of foreign parents, people, whatever, family. It was like, just don't even, don't. Yep. Yep. Like stay out they're of coming. it. They're coming. You don't need. We don't need it. Mm-hmm. We could. No, they're gonna ask us. Qu- don't. Yep. Just. You know. Yep. Did you or has your view on the justice system changed as you got older? Um. Definitely, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, ten anymore. You're not. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Fine. Listen, <laughs> like fine wine. Am I right? Just turned 15, actually. (laughs) No, but, um, yeah, it's changed. Definitely changed um, in many ways, Mm -hmm. you know? 
Let's say both good and bad. Yeah. Like I said, I have friends who are a part of that. Mm-hmm. And I believe they want to do good. They want to do better. Yep. I have friends who are part of that, and they're actually frustrated. Mm-hmm. Because they can't necessarily make the changes they want. Mm-hmm. They can see injustices and see the faults, but they're just one person. Yep. And it's like, I'll get fired before I can actually make a difference. Yeah. It's like a gang. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And if you're not on the same page. Right. You know, and I, police has definitely helped me. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. In the past. Um, but I do kind of also fear them. Yeah. Yeah. I think that as we got older, our eyes were just maybe like opened up a little bit to all of the like different it's not just scenarios. Right. Like, okay, there's a lot of gray area here. Mm-hmm. Um, some bad, some good, mm-hmm. some in between, some you know what I mean? And so um I think it makes sense that your view has kind of evolved. I feel like that's kind of how I feel too. Um, but the opposite way. So like I wasn't really, I don't remember ever being taught about anything when I was little about the justice system because I, we were very, I was, I was very privileged in that way and uh, grew up in Norton, like not much happened around there. I'm, you know, I'm, when I walk down the street or I'm driving, I'm white passing. Like I, it's not, you know what I mean? And I am very aware that I grew up privileged and like I had that experience. And then when I started, started to see more of what reality was going to Brockton high and then now working in the system, seeing how much gray area there really is. Um, seeing, like I just said, like seeing some better parts of it, seeing some terrible parts of it, seeing some in between mm-hmm. and like where I lie in that also. Right. Cause now I'm like, now I'm a part of it. I'm like, hold on a minute here. Oh, yeah. Like, minute. you know, and so kind of just, I think that as we get older, we're able to see more of the gray area. Um, would you say that getting involved in art helped you kind of like keep your head down and like do what you we're passionate about and like doing good in yeah, school it definitely and helps to put my focus in a positive space mm-hmm. if you will especially mm-hmm. when yeah. I was younger and even as an adult in different ways but for sure yeah do you have a favorite thing to create um whatever's like in that moment. Yeah, Those so just kind of like ones. Ha- yep. Like I don't have like, oh, I love to do portraits or I love mm-hmm. to do, like my favorite is when I sit down, I'm like, I just need to paint. Yep. And whether it's music, maybe a glass of wine, I create this vibe and then I go, hmm, let's go blue. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what if I add a little red? Oh, what about, and then what about, and then I start with an idea. I start forming an idea mm-hmm. and by the end, that idea has completely shifted to something different, but great. Yep. Oh, that's Those beautiful. Yeah. Where it's like, I don't know what I'm creating. I don't know the how, the what. But, like, the process kind of gives me the... It's so authentic and just happens. Like, 
turn left, turn right, go up, go mm-hmm. down. Mm, let's go black. Mm, let's go white. Yeah. Mm, like, you know, and then it's just like I have this whole experience. And oftentimes I walk away from a piece and I'm like, who made that? Right. Like, how did that just happen? Yeah, like, oh, you could really. I'm like, I guess I can, huh? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and it's like I genuinely it's. It's a process. It's an, ex- an, an experience. And I think it's more more of that for me than the end result. Yeah, absolutely. Like you said, it's healing. Yeah. 100%. Um, and then you also love to cook. Yes. And I'm you just, started a little side business with that. I eat a lot. That's what it is. I couldn't afford it. So I was like. You and me both, <laughs> sister. Are you crazy? <laughs> no, yeah. Um, what does cooking do for you? And like, how did that come about? Again, very much just enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I enjoy being creative. Mm-hmm. Ooh, let's try this. A little dash of that. Or, mm-hmm. you know, how do you make, I'm like, like, how many scoops? I'm like, I don't. Right. It's, it's just like, like, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. A little bit more. Like, it's not, <laughs> yep. like, it's all, I eyeball everything. It's like, can you make that exactly the same? Probably ish. Yep. Everything is, you know, unique. It's ballpark. Yeah, yeah, ballpark. Right. Mostly the same <laughs> ingredients ish. But, um, yeah, I just enjoy it. I enjoy putting flavors together. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy, like, people looking at my art. I enjoy people eating my food and going, this is so good. Mm-hmm. I'm like, is it? Mm, I love that. Uh, like, I like that I can do something and enjoy doing something. And the end result gives. It's like passing off my happiness mm-hmm. to the next person. Right. You know? Do you have a favorite thing to cook? Not particularly. I would say I do have like a staple, if you will. Like the go-to is a kind of like rice and beans with a mm. salad, some grilled chicken or some steak. Like mm-hmm. those are like the my son's top. Oh, I top love two, it. Top three. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's just it's really kind of like art. Like it's a mood. Like, oh, I feel like I'm gonna try this today. Or, mm, yep. I'm in the mood for pasta. I'm gonna do pasta. What can I do with pasta? Mm. Mm-hmm. And again, kind of this. This is actually interesting because I'm thinking about it. And it's actually very much like art. Like how I do art. Yeah. You know, what do I open the fridge? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got steak. Peppers. All right. Is that what it, okay. Um, black olives. Oh, we could do. Ooh, let's try. Like, you know what I yeah. mean? And I kind of layer it. And I, a lot, very often it's very like, oh, how'd you come up with this? Where'd you get this from? I'm like, I looked at what I had and yep. I kind of built. That's know? the best way. Yeah. And it's like, oh, this looks good. Oh, it's missing. Mm, I wonder if I have that. Now you go looking for something that you think it needs. Yep. You know, and the end results. Mm, I want to say that, eight out of ten good. You right. Know? <laughs> That's that like creative mind though and creative energy because not everybody can do that. Yeah. Like with a lot of things, especially food though. Like I feel like people, even people who can cook, a lot of times it's like they can't just like look at their like my brother is very much like that. He can just like look at random ingredients and be like, okay, let's try this. You know what I mean? And then put something together and be like, oh, this is actually really good. Can I make this exact thing again? Probably not. (laughs) But ballpark. Yeah, ballpark. (laughs) It's it's still good. Right, exactly. Um, One thing I definitely want to touch on before we end is that you are a mother. To the most beautiful baby boy. Um, I did myself with that one. You really did, Won't even do it again. I'm like, Please don't, because it's not fair to the rest of us. That's what I thought. Um, how, how have your experiences in general, like you growing up, your life, all the above, 
How has that shaped the way that you have raised your son and continue to do so? Um, it's shaped me as a mother tremendously. Mm -hmm. I would say kind of like my life as a whole, as a person, as a worker, as a, as a friend, um, still very much trying to figure everything out. Mm -hmm. And same with motherhood, trial and error thing. Yeah, absolutely. And like I said earlier, I kind of vaguely touch upon, um, I understand, I would say, or I have forgiven mm -hmm. a lot more since becoming a mother because now I see things from the other side. Right. You know, um, and I think as children, we kind of go, why weren't you like this? Why didn't you do that? Mm -hmm. And why, why, why? But then as an adult, you're just still a person trying to figure it out. Yep. This whole like adult, grown up, whatever they're mm -hmm. calling it. Yep. It's a lie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't right. know if anyone, I don't know if I can say this on camera. But <laughs> Tell everyone the secrets. Yeah, don't grow up. It's a trap. <laughs> um, but so I'm just um, really trying to break generational curses. Mm -hmm. um, within myself mm -hmm. and uh, again there's a, still a lot of healing right. that I'm doing so I can become a better version of myself so I can become a better mother yep um I do see myself just being an adult sometimes and going what and I'm like mm -hmm. hey they want to be heard yep no one heard you when you were yes that age just listen it might be menial but it yep could give them an impact you know yeah and that's Speaking on that, how have you imagined speaking to your son about mental health and or the justice system? Um, I feel like I haven't, definitely haven't really touched upon the justice system with him yet because he's five. Right. Um, not saying it's too soon to have that conversation. It just hasn't yep. aligned. Yep. Um, but mental health, I mean, I try to encourage conversations mm -hmm. feeling your feelings in a healthy yep. way um, again the things I work on like whatever I'm preaching mm -hmm. like I'm the choir I'm preaching to myself <laughs> really it's not yep. you know I'm like hey let's and it's the breathing that's a huge thing we do and mm -hmm. sometimes I get upset because I'm human mm -hmm. right and I go you know what like just do yep. and he's like well mom and I'm like and now we're not, you know, yep. and I go, hey, you know what? Mommy's upset. You're upset. Can we just pause and breathe? Yep. That's so you know, good. and we hold hands. We look at each other in the eyes. And I go, one, two, three. Mm -hmm. Ten times. And then we start over. I love that. You know, and I do it with him. Not always because sometimes he's just riled up. And I'm like, hey, do you? No, I do. Even if it's just him that's riled up, I still do it with him. Yeah. Um, it's a... I want him to not think that I'm perfect. Mm -hmm. I want him to know, hey, mommy gets upset too. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's not right 
when I yell. Sometimes it's not right when I'm, you know, upset about work or whatever, mm-hmm. or or even your toys being on the floor, and other things have me riled up, and I'm just, just pick it up. Mm-hmm. You didn't need that. You didn't deserve that. And I think me taking accountability and saying, mommy needs to take a step back. Mm-hmm. Mommy's going to walk away, okay? Because mm-hmm. I need to catch my breath. Yep. Or, you know, can you breathe with me? Because yeah. I think we're both... That's really good modeling. need to bring it back. So like, I don't want to be like, this is what you need to do and this is how you need to do it. It's like, hey, sometimes can we just... Can we level each other out? Mm-hmm. Hey, I got upset too. Can we... Mm-hmm. You know, so it's not like, oh, these what you need to do because you need to figure your right. attitude or your, hey, we both are figuring this. Can we figure this out together? Yep. You know, and I think that's my biggest thing. I just try to, I I try to do my best to, to hear him out, yep. to listen and act. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and, that, but, and that's a part of it, right? Like, it 100%. really is. But you're such a good mom. Like, I, uh, you really are. I appreciate that. And. Really you work so hard and you love him to death. So like beyond it. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay. So what can we expect from Tristy in the future? You know, as much as me, I, <laughs> You're like, I'm more, more growth and yeah. growth, 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 and more growth. <laughs> we continue. So, um, yeah, honestly, I love what you're doing here. Thank you. Like it, takes a lot of um, courage and tenacity to because what you're doing is amazing but I know it's not easy mm. and getting people to speak up speak out and gosh I've spoken about things that I don't know how long have I known you how much did you I not know, know? How, right how surprised were you you know what I mean yes so, to give people a stage of voice and to open communication mm-hmm. and um create kind of like a different perspective mm-hmm. that's amazing thank you and i don't know maybe in the future i you know as you grow this mm-hmm. um seed mm-hmm. you're watering we'll take part of that in the future Ooh, you know i love that just our um just us painting <gasps> Ooh, yes just us um tercia's kitchen yes <laughs> Food night, she'll get her. She's hungry. No, I'm like, you said, like, what? what you I need to just us plate yeah. <laughs> for just me, bitch. <laughs> starving. <laughs> Always starving. No, always. Just ate. What, you, what is that? <laughs> I, mean, I ate, but like, that oh was my good. God, I love it. No, but yeah, um, I definitely want to ch- kind of try to like recenter and refocus myself mm-hmm. into my passions. Yep. I think as of late, I've definitely um, been so focused on the kind of ABCs of life. Got to mm-hmm. do this work, that, nah, yep. you know, and I've kind of put those on the side burner. Mm-hmm. Um, so realigning with that. And um, yeah, I'm just growth, growth and more growth. Yeah, I love that. You hit the nail on the head there. <laughs> I love um, it. Um, okay. okay. Um, okay, we're going to play a quick game. No oh boy. Um, it's called Red Flag or Deal Breaker. And so a deal breaker is like, mm -mm, nope, like can't even go any further with this. So this is like if you're dating someone, if you're in a relationship, this is something that's like, yeah, no. It's going to be a no for me. I have to think back on this one. (laughs) Yeah, right? Our relationship, you said? Red Flag is... 
Ugh, I really don't like that it's called that. But basically, a red flag is like, mm, we could maybe get past that. Red flags. I feel are like we should call it a deal different color. Me, yeah, but, no, uh, red flags need to be deal breakers. Yellow flag. Let's yellow normalize flag. red flags being deal breakers. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's preface that game with game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not Morgan and just us <laughs> promoting toxicity. <laughs> oh red flags God. do not mean don't do it. <laughs> let's call it. Okay, let's think of another color. Yellow flag. Like, a yellow flag. Okay, yeah, because it's like slow down, but don't stop. Okay, right. Okay, they don't like children. Deal breaker. Deal breaker, hundred percent. You're like, hello, <laughs> Zane. Ooh, this. Is just yeah. Sorry. Oh, you don't like? Oh, my son. Oh, yeah. Don't worry about it. He's. <laughs> uh, um, doesn't like music. Deal breaker. That has to be a deal breaker. Doesn't like music. Right. At like all. Like I love <laughs> gen- different genres. I could be like, oh, you're into country. Okay, I could do a country concert. <laughs> no music right I no music grew up in music like, imagine you're playing music and they're like shut up shut up <laughs> what is that noise nah, like no nope um okay lives too far away that's a yellow flag yeah for me yellow flag not definitely not a deal breaker no. right because like we can make it work everything if the agreed there. doesn't matter the distance no. agreed um lies deal breaker Thank you. I thought you were going to say yellow flag. Nah. Some people I think would say yellow flag. That like that's actually the biggest I've, thing for me. I hate. I I've gone through a lot. It took me. It was a yellow flag for a while. <laughs> right? Hear me out. Learn my lesson. You hear me. I'm putting this out into the universe. <laughs> Lies are a deal breaker. 100%. So if I ever forget that, someone remind me. <laughs> Legit. Um, keeps you texting. waiting. So like they're always late or they're like late for dates. I'm going to say, for me, that's a yellow flag. Yeah, it depends on, like, but there's the a certain depth a, of it. There's a certain amount of, like, yellow flags I can give you with that one same thing. Exactly. <laughs> Until it's like, okay. Like, okay, he's five, ten minutes late. Oh, he always does it, but, like, right. 30, 45. I'm right. sorry, Every time. Like, you know, <laughs> on my way, still in bed. No. Right. Uh, I don't know. Every single time. Don't really push me so far. Um, Excessively vain. So, like... Everything's very materialistic. Like 100% deal breaker. Same. Deal breaker for sure. I can't. I'm super in here. Yep, me too. Outside is like whatever. Agreed. Um, cheap. Yellow <laughs> flag. I don't mind. I'm, again. You got to be frugal. I'm simple. Like I'm, we could go out and spend $300 on dinner or we could stay in and <clears throat> Tercia's kitchen. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. You know, like no, I'm, I'm not. 100% the same way. Like we could go to McDonald's drive-thru yeah, and I will. Be fucking happy as a clam. I'm, I mean, I'm wiping out the dollar menu. But yeah, it's not even a question. We have a twenty on you, but they're like, "Oh, she's back." <laughs> <laughs> Spent sixty-seven dollars at McDonald's. And I'm oh like, "Oh, did God. you want anything?" Hundred <laughs> percent. I will order so much food yeah. and then be like, "It's not for all for me." <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm, it's, it's for they're me. It's hundred percent. It's hundred percent for me. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, okay. <laughs> Bad kisser. Deal breaker. I agree because personal experience. I don't think you can teach that. Like some people be like, I oh, tried. You can, yeah, oh. like you can't teach that. I can't you talk can't to teach anybody that. behind the camera, right? Can I? Or just <laughs> <laughs> camera like, no, man, no, specifically. Yeah, Actually, like someone is labeled bad kisser. There's a guy that I call him, I actually call him, I call him BK, bad kisser. I had to try it out. Oh my God, it's that like, bad. I was actually like lit one night. He's like, let's turn around. <laughs> Cameraman. And now? Happened to be there for that evening. And I was like, 
Okay, he was texting me and I called him. I'm like, like you know, you're a terrible kisser. Like, how are you? 27. You just like, you told him that. You do like you told. You should not have contacted me that evening. I'm dead. Good for you. Like, well, they need to know. No, but he, which is crazy, because he was like, well, like we can work on it. I'm like, I've tried. I said, do it this way, and you were just like, what was that? And you were not taking direction. I'm like, Kid, no. like I was furious. Stop! I love this. So, so not only experience. 10 out of 10, deal yeah. breaker. Cannot you can't come back from it. You can't no teach. Way. I agree. You really can't teach. Agreed. Someone can, not me. <laughs> Someone can, and it is yeah. not going to be me. Whoever called that a yellow flag, yeah, hit them up. <laughs> right. We'll get you their number. Yeah. Um, boring texter. So for me, that's a yellow flag. Yeah, yellow flag, whatever. Um, if you're tenacious if, in person. Yeah. Sometimes just people are just simple. and. I agree. I agree. Um, ooh. Poor grammar. It, like this one, I hate to say it depends, but like it really does. Red flag, man. That yeah. So that's not even I a yellow. You're like red, red. I I, I I I think I touched up on this earlier. Like the your. Like, yeah. English is I don't know why or how. Maybe it really is because it's my second language, and so I really delve into. Yeah. It. Like, you're like, like if I know it, you should fucking know it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, like I delve into in, that English. English. There I go. Fucking it up. <laughs> Talk about irony. Not God's you. Like, mm. uh, I like stay humble. <laughs> yeah, stay humble. A hundred percent. You did what? You a bit, a bit. <laughs> no, yeah. Oh my god. So it's just it's so like it's like nails on a chalkboard for me. So, right. Like I'd like to say it's a yellow flag, but like ultimately, there's no way I'm dealing with that. Long right. Term. I just I don't know if I can. Yeah. No. I I feel maybe that. Maybe it's like a little vein of me or something. I don't know. But no, I agree. Learn English. It like. <laughs> Uh, I hate to say it depends, but it does depend. But like, there's some that I'm like, what did you just say? Or like, what did you just type? Because like, you don't friend, talk like that. But right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. For sure. Moving on, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> um, okay, two more. Poor communication. Deal breaker for me. Deal breaker. 100%. I have. Communication. Yeah. Eat it. It's like lies. Like, <laughs> like that's huge. I'm not. Like, what? <laughs> right. Um,. Mm. So there's so many of these, and I'm like, which one do I want to do? Okay, this <laughs> this was fun. Um, it was great. Thank, thank you, you so for having me. Thank you so much for having me. No, <laughs> Jinx, you owe me a thank mimosa you. and a coffee. Yes, I do. I do owe you both those things. Um, thank you for being here. Thank you for being so vulnerable and like honest and about? open with your story. <laughs> <laughs> they do a real back twenty minutes ago. <laughs> Talking about uh, what are you talking about? Video montage of you crying (laughs) (laughs) 45 times. Oh my god, I love you so much. Um, no, yeah, thank you. Seriously, this was and again, your story I think is going to touch a lot of people, and I think a lot of people are going to learn something about you. They're going to they're going to be able to relate to I think a lot of different aspects of your story, and so uh, yeah, I just thank you so much for coming on here and being open and sharing. And sharing and being vulnerable because you definitely, you know, didn't hold back. So I really, really appreciate that. I appreciate you creating the space and um, starting something new. Yeah. Something that provides hope and um, a a light for our generation and the ones 
coming too. Mm-hmm. And honestly, hopefully, we wake some old motherfuckers up yeah, there right? with this shit. Yeah. Mom, sit down and listen to this. Yeah. Okay. Dad, <laughs> hear me you. out. Yeah. Hear me out. Have you ever heard of uh, Red Flag? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I love it. Um, and thank you all for listening, for watching, like, comment, subscribe, all of the, all of the things. Um, all of the information is going to be down below in the description. My email is going to be down below. Feel free to email me, comments, questions, thoughts. Um, Tricia's information will also be down below, but would you like to plug yourself? Um, yeah. So Tercia's Kitchen is my Instagram page for my cooking. I used to do plates. Now it's mainly um, catering orders, bulk orders, parties, things like that. And at T-Moda Art is my art page. I do custom pieces. Uh, All my pieces are for sale. Um, And yeah, check me out. Yes. Go check her out. And thank you guys again for listening. And we'll see you next time.